Okay, we got. I'm on twenty percent. Let's go. Okay, here I go. Action. You right here. Plug your phone in. I can't. That's what my headphones connected to. iPhone genius. Oh, wow, wow. You can do it. We did a whole live on 20%. Let's go. Okay, hold on. Let me remove myself. All right. You did? Yeah, we did. When we did our live on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then the phone died. And yeah. we lost the first half. Get started. Hey, ladies. I'm Tori. And I'm Wendy. Welcome to the Fruitful Vine where we delight in motherhood and life one honest conversation at a time hello hello ladies how are you wendy i am having a really great day now so <laughs> let's just say that you know what i will say you and filming and doing our podcast work turned my whole day around yay yeah 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 for sure for sure um <sighs> how are you? Like, I mean, I, we're kind of knee deep, not knee deep, but well, you kind of are like, we're in this homeschool year. How are you feeling? How's it going? I mean, t- we're taking it day by day. You know, I do like 10 weeks on and then I take like one or two weeks off and then 10 weeks on again. Um, but I am really just enjoying more books, more reading, um, and just, I don't know, my kids are at a stage now where I give them a lot of independence and a lot of freedom in the sense that like, I write down their list of things that they have to do for the day and they are responsible for accomplishing it. So even the things that have to be done with me, um, they have their set time where I work with them to get it done. But for the most part, there's a lot of independence with their schooling and so far so good um, because it's allowed me to really take time to dive deep with the child that I'm with while I'm with them without my whole household falling apart. I love that. I love that you're diving into more books and reading yes. and your kids are being independent and getting their stuff done. Um, that brings me so much joy. I have, what have I been doing? Um, I really love the one-on-ones that I'm doing yes. this year. I have finally admitted that gather round style, not the curriculum, but like the style of everybody at the table and mom teaching everybody at the same time does not work for me. Um, and so we do our morning basket together and then shoo shoo everybody, the bigger two go and they read or they draw or they play outside. And I have time with Teo and then Teo goes and I pull Titus and then Titus goes and I pull journey and Wow. Game changer. Yes. Yes. I have found that too, that like just doing it all together is not going to happen. So unless it's like a unit study or like a read aloud or something. And even with that, like even all together, I don't know how teachers do it. And maybe it's because we're all together with different age groups, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and also all together with our kids. So it, it, it is tough. I don't know how, I don't know how anybody does it. But that's the secret sauce, in my opinion, is to like really just work with one at a time. That is the secret sauce. Listen, you heard it here first, yes. folks. <laughs> all right, Wendy, what you thinking? What you thinking? Give me some thoughts. What you thinking? Huh. What am I thinking? Mm. 
I am thinking about will I ever get control of this mess, Tori? <laughs> will I ever get control of this mess? It's, it's, I feel like I am, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like I'm constantly a squirrel on oh, a squirrel. It's not a squirrel on a, a hamster. Because it wouldn't make sense for the squirrel to be on the hamster wheel. Like, I, I well, maybe that's why you, that analogy works better. <laughs> Because this is a squirrel on the answer. Like, I'm just constantly fighting people to keep things a certain way. Um, and I've just come to a lot of realizations about that and just letting things go and stuff like that. So, yeah. I literally yelled at everybody in my household last night. Justin was like, where's the peanut butter? And I said, <laughs> probably in the basket that it belongs in at the bottom of the pantry. And then I go... Everyone in this house needs to learn how to keep things where I put them. Oh. Oh, but Wendy, I don't know. We talked about being thermostats and maybe we just need to let it go. Let, let it go. go. Let, let it go. go. Like let Elsa. Um, well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I've been rereading Brene Brown's book, um, The Imperfections, The Gifts of Our Imperfections. Mm-hmm. I just messed up that title, but something like that. And she talks a lot about shame. She talks a lot about um, letting that go. And man, if that's not the work of the gospel, like shame has no place. And I just wish I could give more people that gift. I wish more people could understand how shame is just used to keep you where the enemy wants you and that because of Jesus, like he has atoned, God sent us Jesus to atone for all of it. And so there's no shame and there's, there's no person who is beyond Jesus, who, who is beyond Jesus's reach. And I just want to encourage everyone. Um, if you seek man, you will find him. But yeah, that's all I'm thinking. You know, just a nice, easy thought on this Wednesday. Wow. You are. You're just- always like, Tori, you're, I'm, I, pro- I, I don't know. I don't you, know. You just eat all the time. Just- I'm also thinking about how I don't want to cook dinner, but that's not an option. <laughs> so I'm going to let that go. Yeah. <laughs> what are you making tonight? I'm just going to do my cast iron lemon chicken breasts. So easy, really. And just some really, rice. Yeah, just whip that up. Whip that back it's up. so easy. It's almost as easy as the Instant Pot. But yeah, we're not almost, we're, we're, we're not going to get on Tori's distaste for the Instant Pot. <laughs> no, but that, that brings up what we're talking about today, Tori. Mm-hmm. Keeping the house clean and running this whole house and doing all the things like running a entire home how do you do it what's the secret sauce for that nothing oh my gosh actually this is the secret sauce seasons and cycles seasons and cycles um man i don't know wendy you're so much better at this than me when it comes to practical stuff I don't have any practical tips on how to run a home. I just run it. <laughs> um, that, that works. That works for somebody who is naturally 
motivated for somebody who doesn't need like somebody who can just get up and just do and doesn't mind getting up and doing every single day but those of us who would rather just chill (laughs) (laughs) we need these practical tips to like motivate us to like okay once I am done with this I am done the house is run I have done my job like I mean, I am full of practical tips because I don't like to do it. And because honestly, I don't feel that good at it. And so I make sure it happens and plan it out accordingly, you know? So why, why is it important to be a, let's say, diligent homemaker and run your home accordingly? Like, why does that have place? Because society will tell you like, running a home what woman go work (laughs) so why why is this important why are we talking about this and why does it hold weight well for me more so I think it's the best work I think it's the work that matters most I think it can be from running a home that is not orderly that is not um that is there can be so much damage done by running a home that is not orderly, that is not um, managed well in comparison to a home that is managed well. Um, Not saying that damage can't happen either way because the truth of the matter is that is the truth. Um, But I just think that the work of running a home is not for the birds. Like it it is intentionality it is energy draining. It is um, mentally draining, spiritually draining. Um, there is a lot that goes into why you do what you do. And it's important to know why you do what you do. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's not the most rewarding job. You know, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of people out there just patting you on the back. Not Sometimes not even your children or your spouse, you know? Mm-hmm. So it is something that, in my opinion, is just, I'm, I'm proud of y'all that are out there doing it because it's not easy. It's really not. You know, oh, yes, to me, running a home is your little slice of heaven in this chaotic and unpredictable world. Um, the world outside of my home is constantly changing, but I get to dictate what happens here. How beautiful is that and you know last week we talked about um our our attitudes and how that sets the tone and we also talked about our morning routines and how that sets a tone and what a gift to be able to be the tone setter of a home um so when i think of it like let's let's start let's start before you even get in the home, right? Like things that have to happen outside the home so that the home is being ran properly. For example, grocery shopping. Let's talk about that. How do you do it? Do you do it monthly? Do you do it bi-weekly? Do you do it weekly? Like what is your, um, what, what is your preferred method? Since I don't like to grocery shop, <laughs> I do it monthly. I have my monthly grocery shop. That's a, my big bulk thing. And then I do weekly fillers. So that's like my 
um, going to the, uh, whether it's Walmart pickup or um, Aldi's pickup or whatever the situation is because pickup is life. Let's not even talk about that. It helps you stay on a budget and, and you don't got to get out of the car with four kids. So living your best life. Uh, oh my God. When Justin was deployed, hallelujah. That <laughs> thing is, yeah. Amen. Love it. Um, but I, I do it on a monthly basis, not only to be just to be a good steward of my time because groceries can literally be like a part-time job, like something that you have to do every single week, hours on end at a time. Um, I remember before I started doing monthly grocery shopping, I was at the grocery store two to three times a week. Like I would go grab some, oh, I forgot this, go and grab that. Oh, oh, we're out of this, go and grab that because there wasn't enough thought, enough thinking, enough structure around it. Um, And my brain is not good at doing stuff that's not written down. So um, that really, really, truly helps. So that's how we do it. We do monthly big Costco's run and um, weekly like fruits, milk, eggs, that type of stuff. What do you, how do you guys do it? I do it weekly. I do it weekly because that is the only way I know how to stay on our budget. If I try to stretch it two weeks, I get off budget or food goes bad or it's just not good for us. So I do weekly. Um, I, sometimes I do pickup. Sometimes I go in the store, um, when I moved, I got super close to a pretty amazing Aldi. So I'm at Aldi's often. Aldi just saves us so much money. Um, But then I also have a Harris Teeter four minutes away that we'll, Harris Teeter is so expensive, but we'll pick some stuff up from there or Food Line or Walmart or whatever. Um, But I do it weekly. I get my eggs from, my eggs are local from a friend. So that's awesome. We are not milk drinkers. Like we'll drink almond milk, but that's like, what we drink almond milk. But it's like, I don't like, I don't know, two little half gallons for two weeks, maybe. Um, so most of our food is fresh fruit, fresh veggies, um, bread. And then I, I have a deep freezer. So I store meat, like Same. I just buy meat and put it away, honestly. Yeah. Um, And yeah, yeah, that's how I do the grocery. But I do want to say finding your method, whether it's I I have a friend who has done monthly shopping since we became moms and she's a pro at it. And I'm always like, Chelsea, how do you do it? Um, And and but whatever to each their own. I think that you have to figure out what works for you, though, because you could be doing your monthly thing and always going over budget or you could be doing it weekly and not doing it right and always having to go back to the store. So really practice and find out what works for you and your family and, and your lifestyle. Ex- don't be afraid to experiment. Don't Absolutely. be afraid to experiment. Absolutely. Okay. So that is there anything else that starts outside the house? besides groceries let me think let me think let me think what else do we do the car clean the outside literally the outside of the home oh my Um, gosh (laughs) that's a huge one that's a huge one um okay so now we come inside our pantries are filled our fridges are filled what does your 
day look like? Like the whole dance. Because we're not only keeping a home, we're keeping a home school. <laughs> we're work at home moms. We're not stay at home. No mom is just a stay at home mom, despite my sister's beliefs. But um, <laughs> we're, we're working. We're not just sitting here. So what from the moment you wake up, now, don't take me through your morning routine because we talked about that. But what's some disciplines that you do as soon as you wake up to keep your home in order? My first one is making my bed. On a good day. On a good day. On a good day. Now, I feel like I need to repeat that. On a good day, I will wake up. I will make my bed. I will unload the dishwasher so that it's ready to be loaded. Eh, say that one again. I hate that chore. I absolutely hate it. I, I used to wait for my kids to unload, no. but they don't put the dishes where they need to go. And sometimes it need to be dried and they'd be putting them wet dishes in the mm. Is it because, I, is it because, why do I distaste it so much? Is it because it's the first chore besides making my bed who wants to unload the dishwasher at 5 30 but who has to i just don't like to do it i don't like to really do things that i don't like to do so there's that <laughs> lovely so there's lovely that. but then there's also little things that on a good day that i do that set me up that are not necessarily like unload the dishwasher like for example uh, after I um, brush my teeth in the morning, wipe down the sink and wipe down the mirror. Like, so that's done. You know what I mean? Like little mm -hmm. things like that. Or if I take a bath in the morning um, after I work out or something like that, I'm going to clean the tub. Like yep. the tub is done and yep. the tub gets cleaned every single day. If I take a bath every single day, yeah. um, like that's, that's just a, something that I like to do because I don't like to necessarily have a, a dirty bathroom or have a bathroom that's only cleaned once a week. I don't know. It's just so many people. No, everything needs to be clean. Everything needs to be kept in order. That is just gonna, that's just maintenance. Whether you're a personal personality type who can digest that or if you get offended by that, it is important that we keep our homes in order, that we show our kids that we're good stewards of what we have. We yes. we take that ownership and we take good care of it. So I love that habit of, hey, I'm in here, might as well scrub it down. Just get it done. Just get it done. And I also do the same thing with the restroom. Like if I, in the, in the, um, afternoon when I use the bathroom, once I have all the kids down, I use the bathroom, I go, I wipe it down. It gets wiped down once a day. Um, because I have boys and mm -hmm. we don't even need to go there, but the bathroom need to be wiped down often. Um, so those little disciplines and those little practices, the other thing that I've realized that is incredibly helpful when it comes for just maintenance throughout your day to constant. And it's, it's something that I really had to work through because I don't like to constantly be cleaning, but it's so important to constantly be cleaning. It's so important to constantly be picking up after things, after kids, be putting things back where they go. It, you're lit, you have to, I, I know it's annoying. I'm not going to lie. I understand, you know, you want to clean and then be done with the cleaning. But that's just not the reality of things. Like you need to con or I mean, it could be your re reality. But what I've realized personally, when I try to clean and be done with cleaning and then move on with my life, I come back to a mess. 
So mm-hmm. it's a constant, like, we're done with that pencil. Let's put the pencil back with the pencils. We're done with that. We're done eating. Let's put the plates in the dishwasher. Like. And that, and this is the importance of everything having a place. And I'm not, you know, you can be super, super organized, like the influencers who have all the perfect expensive baskets. But you don't believe that hype. Like, you don't, you don't need that much for everything just to kind of have to have some kind of place so that that makes cleaning up easier because oh I know where the pencils go they go here I'm not going to put the pencils where the blankets go because that doesn't make sense and that's not that's not part of the order so part of order is having a place for everything yep yep and it's it's not easy it's not easy to have a place for everything because it's just not like sometimes you just like, mm, I think that should go there. And you and you didn't communicate it with everybody. And then it becomes like a big deal. So it's not easy to have a place for everything. Like we're not saying that this is a piece of cake, but start somewhere. Start somewhere for sure. For sure. Um, OK, so we wake up. We uh, you are cleaning as soon as you wake up, pretty much. Yeah, um, I am. I am making my bed. I'm unloading the dishes. Um, and I don't know. I've always been a clean as I go person. So I'm yes. ne- my house is never in a state of, oh my goodness, <laughs> we my have company coming over. Put it away. Always, always in a state of, oh my God. Oh really? My God. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. It's never perfect. It's never perfect. It's literally never perfect. Like, it's like, oh, I'm just done cleaning the dining room. Here comes out Sila with her big old bucket of blocks. And right. Stunts. Like, there's always somebody to... It's never perfect when my children are home. Mm. It's it's just not. Um, it's maintained. Like, you're not, mm. like, stepping on garbage. But there's something out of place. You know, there's... Oh, there, absolutely. There's absolutely. You know, there's... a dish there and it's like wow. mine is blankets i i ha- like i don't know i'm raising like little trolls that like to be like inside blankets and so there's a blanket every in every room there's a blanket in the kitchen and you're like why is this blanket here um so yeah there's there's stuff but it's never for me for me for me for me for me for my house my house is never five minutes away from looking presentable. Mm. And that's because I clean as I go. Um, Okay. Let's talk laundry because laundry is everyone's um, pain in the neck. Um, I have the secret sauce for laundry. It's going to be different than Wendy's, but mine is, well, actually it might be the same. Do a load a day. Also, have your kids do their loads. <laughs> That's my, I, if I do a load a day, I'm always on top of laundry. If I miss one day, everything goes downhill. Okay. My thing with laundry is I don't do it. <laughs> I don't do it anymore. I worked myself out of a job. Nice. I worked myself out of a job. Um, Sean does a load of laundry a day. Uh, Samaya does a load of laundry a day. They have to that's part of their like daily family contribution. They have to do one load fully. So they wash, dry, separate. They don't necessarily have to put away. The only things that they have to put away are like washcloths, towels, and their own clothes. 
and then everybody else goes and puts away their own clothing and um we fold blankets and stuff like because they can't fold blankets but i i don't do laundry anymore i worked myself out of that job um it took years like i started training sean at five um so it's taken five years but they can fully do laundry um they can separate the all the dirty clothes load it they, they could do the whole thing um and it just happened this summer so what a good mom <sighs> you good, good mom i thought i was just being lazy um <laughs> i mean either you know you can look at it from all angles <laughs> No, but here I am. I'm like, here's my cool tip. And you're like, I don't do it. (laughs) No, but I, and then here's the thing because the two loads of laundry are done every single day, we don't do laundry on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday because there's no loads, you know? So it's, it's not like, I don't know. It's not like they're overworked. I'm, I did laundry forever for them. Like, what are we talking about? You and this entitlement, (laughs) it's really showing in this season. Wendy and her entitlement card. Um, um, okay, okay. Um, laundry, key. I mean, okay, so then we're schooling for a good chunk of the day. And then we're done with schooling. What do you do after schooling? I reset in the sense, on a good day, on a day that I'm not just, like, there are days that I'm just done I'm done after a full day of school where I'm like, I need to take a step away and I will go take a nap or I will, I like, I separate myself. Like, I'm like, you guys go do your quiet time. I need a break and I'll scroll or I'll sleep or whatever. Um, but on good days where it's like, you know, we did school, I'm tired, but we did school. It's my opportunity to like reset the whole house. So like I'm putting away all the homeschool stuff that we did throughout that day. And then we blitz. So the older ones, Samaya is responsible for the living room. Sean is responsible for the dining room and I'm responsible for the kitchen. So we blitz. So everybody takes five to 10 minutes and we reset those three areas. And then we do quiet time. I love that. So what do you do? Um, After school, I kick my kids out of the house and they go play outside again. That's like my number one tool this year. What are because you going to do in the winter? Uh, well, luckily here, winters aren't that bad and I'm going to put a coat on them and kick them out. <laughs> go get that fresh winter air. It's good for your immune system. <laughs> um, no, yeah, with this yard that we have, I am like, bye, farewell, <laughs> don't come back. Yeah, which it's actually taken the place of reading as much actually because usually we're like let's cuddle on this big comfy couch and read but now we're like go outside so I'm I've been doing that and they're outside they'll be outside for hours like up to two hours which I love um so on days like today they were outside in the morning for like an hour and a half and then they went outside for a little bit like 30 minutes in the afternoon and then they'll play upstairs or in their rooms um, and, uh, and then we'll have a quiet time. Um, if it's necessary, if not, then I like right now they're getting, well, by the end of this, it'll be like 
a little too much, but they get usually 30 minutes an hour of TV. Mm-hmm. And then after that, if we didn't have quiet time before that, then we'll have quiet time after that while mom preps for dinner around like four o'clock. So, and my only rule is that no one is allowed in the kitchen when I'm prepping dinner. I just like for it to be my time to reset the house for the evening, for their father coming home, for all of us to just feel like, and now we're winding down, you know? Well, my question to you is, what do you do while they're outside in the afternoon? Oh, I'm usually doing laundry or editing. of. Well, I don't edit my videos anymore. So I'm usually, you guys, I hope you know when I do that voice, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, but I'm usually editing or filming or responding to emails or, um, I didn't mean editing. I said editing again or, um, folding laundry or tightening up the house, um, organizing my closet, uh, rearranging my books, trying to figure out how everything fits in this new house. Like that's what I'm usually doing. Um, do you clean up after school? Right after school right after school do the kids help or do you do it well again we clean as we go so when I'm done with Teo Teo put your stuff in your basket when I'm done with Titus put your stuff in the basket today today was just mm, mm, a day that needed a complete reset you can do it babe um but today no one helped me after school um and I told, I voiced that. I said, hey, nobody helped me clean after school. And it was a little crazy because we ended up schooling in all three rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just voice it and let them know that, like, yeah, they're supposed to clean as we go. So by the end of it, all I really have to clean up is Journey's history. And that's pretty easy. I don't keep it with the other curriculum. So that's why I kind of place it where it needs to be placed. So how, how involved are they with the house? With the, like they maintain, are in charge. Maintaining the house. Mm-hmm. They're in charge of cleaning their rooms, cleaning their bathroom, um, and cleaning my biggest thing. I literally set them down and gave them a lesson on how mom's throw pillows are placed. <laughs> because when you're done watching TV, my pillows need to be placed how they're supposed to be placed. So the living room, when you're done, because the living room is common space, when you are done with that space, you fix it. Um, And other than that, some, like, some, and the old house, dishes, cleaning the kitchen was like daily chores. In this house, because Justin's waking up so early and I'm waking up so early, Dishes are like, so if we tell you to do the dishes, do the dishes, but it's not like back to back cleaning the table after breakfast. Isn't always like on them either because they're sitting at our breakfast nook, not really at the table when we eat now. So that is like, well, sometimes we'll Justin or I will just wipe it off when everyone's done. Uh So, so chores are kind of rearranging themselves in this house, but the things that they do daily is their bathroom and bedroom. Okay. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. And laundry, right? Because you said kids have to do one load of laundry. Yes, but not a day. So Titus is on Monday. Journey mm-hmm. is on Tuesday. Teo is on Wednesday. 
even though Teo's load is really just the boys' second load of the week, but it's fine. Um, and then mine and Justin's Thursday. And then like you, I don't really do laundry on the weekend unless I'm bored and I'm like, hey, I should do a load. Yeah, that's what I do when I'm bored, do a load of laundry. <laughs> I got nothing else to do. Let's fold and listen to an audiobook. But that's another thing I do. When they're outside, I'm reading. I'm listening to my audiobooks. I'm listening to a podcast. Um, I'm filling my cup. And sometimes I'm outside with them, but not lately in this heat. Okay, so it's too hot for you, but not too hot for them? Nope. <laughs> Do you remember growing up when your mom would be like, go outside, y'all can't come in, go. Yep. And all the ki- all the parents on the block would like co-sign. Like, yeah, yep. go, no one can yep. come in today. <laughs> yep. So did your mom like teach you how to clean and teach you all the things? She didn't teach me, but my mom is one of the best homemakers who ever lived. Um, She didn't pass it on. She didn't really require too much out of the kids with the house. I think that she was like, this is my domain. I will clean it. I will do your laundry. I will fold it. I will put it on your bed. The only thing you need to do is... Your mom's amazing. She folded your laundry. Yeah, yeah. She would like... And also at holidays, this is why I'm so big on holidays and I need Wendy to do a little bit better, is... (laughs) I would come home like a random October day. I'd come home from school and the house would be transformed into a October Thanksgiving wonderland. And then same with Christmas. Like you would come home and she just had this way of making a home feel so warm. And she didn't teach it to me, but it seeps through me for sure. Um, and I think that's the most magical thing a woman can do is like rearrange the furniture and and a, your family knows when mama cleaned the house like they I can know. smell the pine saw. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is so true. I my mom didn't really teach me either. And our house was always clean and was always orderly. And I and that actually did me a disservice. Unlike you, like it wasn't, it didn't seep in me. It like was like, all right, cool. Like (laughs) my job is to do school. So I was good at school, like really good at school. And, um, but when it came time to managing a home, which is what I felt like God had called me to, um, I was just like, I have no idea where to start. Like my mom always did this. Like my mom always washed the clothes and my mom always fixed the bed. And so that's not how you clean the bathroom? What's wrong? You right. Know, like, so I had to learn all this as an adult with kids and a husband. So yeah. um, it's it's not, um, it wasn't the best, which is like one of the reasons why like I'm so like, I need, to, like my kids need to be trained on how to maintain a home. Like they need to know how to do it. Like yeah. that's why I'm so like, all right, I'm going to teach you guys. I'm going to show you guys, you know, so you, you, you I don't have to take care of adults. Right, <laughs> right, right. And it is a skill to have because not everybody, not every woman can do it. It is a skill. And that I, I me and my mom have a very interesting relationship. But one thing that woman knows how to do and one, and two, two things that I will always be so grateful for her is introducing me to Jesus, taking my little sinful young butt to church and two, just making the home such a clean, beautiful, safe place to be. Um, 
smelling, I can still smell her dinners on like a hot summer day coming in from playing or a cold winter day. Like, oh, there, there's nothing better than feeling safe in your home. And I think that that's a get like, we're, we're not doing this out of vain. We're doing it. So everyone feels clean and safe and seen and fed. And man, is it a lot of work? Yes, you go unnoticed. But those feelings still stay with still stay with me. And I'm a grown, I'm a 30 year old woman with three kids who can still smell the aroma of my childhood home and, and get comforted. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. That is one thing that I can say, like coming from a single parent household is that my house was always orderly and it was always clean and it, we did not, um, ever feel without when it came to our home. So and she did an amazing job at that on her own now. Like I'm talking like full-time work. Full she had a full-time job, a single mother, and she still made sure that house was clean. And we were fed home-cooked meals every night. Like, I mean. You mean not, she, your mama didn't give you fr uh, freezer meals like you be giving your kids? Gosh, no. <laughs> like she would have passed out hard. I'd be no. passing out. I'm like, look at Wendy. Look My at mom, Wendy. Listen, y'all. It's raw food, so it's going to get cooked. It's just all put together and ready to go. Like, hello. <laughs> So for today, ladies ladies, we're going to play a quick little game, overly rated, properly rated, underrated. So facts about being a mom. So what are some things that you think, something that you think is overly rated, properly rated, or underrated about being a mom? Right? So Underrated, overrated, properly yes. rated. Okay. So three things, one for each category. So I'll go first, right? So I think something that is um, overrated that I'm coming to notice about fatherhood is the terrible twos. Vastly overrated <laughs> because the terribler threes <laughs> <laughs> seem not to be properly rated. So, three nagers. <laughs> they call them three nagers. So, so I, I so that's what I see uh, that's coming up. So obviously yours will be related to motherhood. I just want to give you an example. So something that I would say that is uh, that is underrated is finally getting your kids potty trained. Because no one told me what a big accomplishment that would be when you no longer have to run to the bathroom to wipe someone's butt. Mm. And that is such a blessing to like. Like these kids have redefined what a booty call is. <laughs> like, so sitting in the bathroom and you're just about to eat something and someone yells out, Daddy, I pooped. I literally had to do that today during history. <laughs> Sam's just saying all the things that he just did. Yes. So something that I think is Highly overrated are all the pictures that your kids draw that you put on a on a refrigerator. <laughs> all of your kids are not Picasso. So, I agree. <laughs> all right. So, so I don't steal any more of your wonderful ideas. I'll give you maybe 30 seconds to think about your responses, which we will then edit out the 30 <laughs> seconds. And so we're going to start with Wendy first. No. And we're going to start with something that is... 
underrated. Mm. Underrated thing about being a mom. Something that's actually pretty great that people don't really talk about, about being a mom. <gasps> Ooh. All right, so going to you, Wendy. Let me mute myself and Wendy. Underrated. When your kids stop breastfeeding. So underrated. When you get your boobs back. If you're a breastfeeding mama, it's it's just like we always we talk about the whole breastfeeding process and we talk about the whole like, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. The bonding. It's great. It's wonderful. But when they stop breastfeeding and you get your life back, like, can we talk about that? Can we it's talk amazing. About that? Amazing. OK, underrated, 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 underrated. Teaching your kids to be self-entertained is severely underrated. All these little new age moms who just need to be on the floor with their baby, looking their baby in the eye and playing with their baby all the time. Y'all are doing way too much. Teach your kids to play by themselves, to entertain themselves so that you can breathe. That's mine. Okay, properly rated. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the sleep that you lose during like the baby baby stage. Like everybody talks about it, like it's awful. I think that is properly rated. Like you, you I, you, I did not sleep for a good mm, five years. You know, I'm just now getting my sleep back. You know what is properly rated? Those kids' attitudes. When they tell you that your kids, like the the, the teenagers or whatever, that in-between attitude, you're like, nah, it can't be that bad. No, it's as bad as they said it was. It's, Agreed. Oh, my gosh. Agreed. Agreed. So, I mean, I'll wait for Sam to say overrated. The small Alec, wait, no, not smart, smart Alec, not small Alec. Those smart Alec remarks. Oh my God, like, you rude. Whose child is that? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. All right, so last but not least, ladies, what is something that is overrated about being a mom? I think Tori already has hers and is locked and loaded and ready to go first. Locked and loaded. Everything that is after two years old is overrated. (laughs) Okay, I just want, I want my two-year-olds back. I want my newborn, even though I didn't sleep. Going back to what Wendy said, these attitudes, these actual humans Ooh, Jesus. Mm. Everything after two. All right, what is overrated? Let me think. I had one and I lost it. I had one, I was like, oh, I'm going to use this one. Was it pregnancy? Oh, childbirth. It ain't that big of a deal. Y'all need to stop playing. Suck it up, buttercup. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you guys, it's honestly, maybe because I did hypnobirthing and hypnobabies, where it's just really like did you have home births no i didn't okay man but there's still time right babe right i had home births (laughs) (laughs) mute silent i had home births when home births weren't popular i got judged so hard by my home birth and i just would like to think that i am an og home birther and i want my credit Oh, I'm. I I want my credit. I want my credit. That's all I'm gonna say is, 
That's all I'm going to say. You get but your I, shots, girl. I think childbirth, I don't think it's overrated. I think it's properly rated. It's beautiful. And um, I know with hypno babies, they don't say the word pain or anything. But um, I, I think child, I think childbirth is properly rated for sure. All right. We lost Wendy. <laughs> it's like, where'd she go? Oh, she her phone so died. She was so offended by your your position that she <laughs> said, I'm getting out of here right now. Bye. <laughs> so you think it's properly rated childbirth? Yeah. I mean, not you need to if you get no babies. Oh, no, who, on, no, 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 no. On the thing on the TV, screaming their heads off. Like, no, that's what I was just about to say. You can't use oh. Hollywood as the measure. Like, no, I laughed when Journey was crowning. Like, I, oh. yeah, like it, but, Bold but I'm not, statement. but my <laughs> thing with hypno babies is like, Yes, it's beautiful, but like there is some kind of pain in it, whether you call it pain or not. It is a beautiful, transformative, painful experience. And I'm talking to myself now. Sam and Wendy are gone. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. here. <laughs> Sam's so may- back. Maybe that's another topic you need to add about like uh, the trials of pain, uh, childbirthing and having kids. Yes. Uh, uh, make that a, make that bold a thing. Statement. Bold. That's where you ready to get controversial? Yes. Ooh, okay, Wendy. So that's all we need to do. Gotta stop acting like a girl and just drop that baby. Man just up. Dropped it. Listen, people be having in Africa, they just be having them behind the trees. Then they get up and go and finish on field. Seriously, I walked to Costco to get a cantaloupe while I was in labor, and then I came back to the apartment, pop journey out, and L- listen, GI Jane, like <laughs> <laughs> your husband in the trenches and you delivering babies in the savannah. Yep. <laughs> Yep, thank you. And I need, like, we do need an episode on this because I need everyone to know just how cool I was before right. it wasn't cool. Nala and Simba. You and Nala and Simba. That's how I did it. That's how we roll. All right. And my kids were on a delayed. What'd you say? Bye, Felicia. Bye. Ladies, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. bye. Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time?